grab your favorite beverage, kick up your feet as you ascend with me into the joy portal of soul reflections, fresh perspectives, fun ideas, and wisdom. Light to light and heart to heart. Smile and breathe even deeper as together we will soar above the perception of all hurdles and shine brightly as the light we are. Namaste and welcome to Light Laughter and Lattes. My name is Jerry Hapstreet. I'm an Avesa quantum healer, medical intuitive, self-ascension intuitive counselor, and your friend and soul connection for the next hour. So happy, happy October, everyone. And today I wanted to do a show on tools for transformation. I've been on the path of self-ascension now for 11 years. And if it wasn't for all the tools that I have acquired and learned about, I would not be where I am right now. So there are definitely some key things that you can do or incorporate into your life to make the journey of healing, lifting, and expansion a lot easier. And so I'm going to go over those tools today, along with a little recap of the end of September, beginning of October experience, a little bit of a check-in and see how things are going. Um, so I want to first say welcome Facebook, welcome Oneness Talk Radio YouTube, welcome Oneness Talk Radio and welcome Anchor, Spotify, and all of those people who are listening through those affiliates. Welcome, and I'm glad you're here today, and glad you are listening and with me in this exciting time, exciting time of awesome expansion, up levels, magnificent new moons and full moons. It, it, it seems like all these calendar days are like major events and opportunities lately. So it's a lot of fun. It's exciting and it can be really challenging as well. So I don't know about your September experience, but I am going to share mine. The, so if you don't know, September was 12 days equaling one day. So by the time we reached the end of September, it was like we lived an entire year in one month. So I'm not sure if that's how it felt for you. I've asked many people this question and some people didn't even notice. Other people literally got done in one month what it would have taken a year. And I mean, traveled to several different states, sold their house, went under contract, moved somewhere new, moved everything, sold everything, and now we're living in a new place. Now something like that could literally take a year or a few months and they did it in one month. My experience was, was quite different. I, had a, I felt like I was running, but with my legs cut off. I would do something, you know, maybe have an appointment with somebody on the phone for an hour. The clock would say an hour, but literally it took like maybe a half a day. And after several days of this and almost panicking because I wasn't getting my basic needs even met. I don't think I went to the grocery store in September. I hardly ate. 
I, you know, I didn't exercise. I don't even know that I even showered that much. It took everything I had to just get done the things that I had to do. And so that was actually a sign for me. My, my personal stuff came second. So that was an awareness before me. But if you, if you break down the, the 12 days in a day, I mean, I think I broke down an hour and a half to equaling almost three quarters of a day. So it makes sense that if you're on the phone with someone for an hour, it would really take almost half the day. And that's what was happening for me. Really, really wild. Um, time was so condensed. But the beauty of it was, is everything was in front of you because it was like the, a year's worth of wisdom literally got condensed into a month. So all my unfinished business was right before me. It was right there. I couldn't, couldn't deny it, couldn't hide from it. Um, all my goals and dreams that I've been striving to, they also appeared right before me. They're still kind of a dimmer version of them. They weren't quite exactly, but they were so close that I got to experience the excitement and kind of anxiety of receiving everything that I've ever wanted. Like that was in front of me as well. And it all happened in that one month. And then we got to the end of the month. And I don't know if you all felt this, where we literally shifted from the 12 days to a day to the six. And for me, the day before this, I literally started having to do like almost Lamaze breathing because it felt like I'd gotten wound up so tight so fast and it let loose and everything stopped and I was still kind of spinning. So the breathing began and literally September, the very last day in September before October 1st at 1 a.m., I woke up with a whole year's worth of energy coming and it's almost like a wall, a wall that you had to run into from the 12 day to six day drop was like this wall of energy that I'm sure some people compressed and it turned into a massive congestion in their body that they're going to be experiencing. For me, it was a full day of having to just breathe and release, breathe and release, breathe and release to get me to now into October where now we're six days in a day. So a little bit easier, a little bit more spaciousness, but I'm still finding it a bit of a challenge. I'm, I'm more balanced. I'm getting more self-care done and mixed with work, but still not having as much extra time as I would like. So I'm not sure how you are all experiencing this, but I know right in the middle of all of this was a new moon up level. And so this, this can be challenging because you're having to process an up level in compressed time. And that could be challenging to the body. So egos are really, really acting out right now. And the ego can be not in the traditional sense, meaning you're egoic, how you're going about things. Of course, that's part of it. But it can also be the part of you that triggers the mind that stops you from expanding. 
So my experience with the ego is that anytime I'm getting ready to do go through an experience where I'm going to expand beyond its boundaries, it will go into like an anxiety mode and will literally, literally repel and stop things. So I had that experience a lot. My, so my shows that were supposed to be live on Wednesdays weren't consistent. I was having all kinds of things happen. Um, last week's show, it only recorded like nine minutes of the show live. So I had to redo it. This week, I literally couldn't go on the air. Um, the computer wasn't working. A, the people outside of our apartments started the, the um, leaf blowers and the weed cutters right outside my window, which they normally do on a Friday, but they just happened to do it right before my show. And so these are all experiences of the ego. I mean, they appear to be outer things, which they are, but because you're the creator and you're the attractor, you will attract experiences that will reflect your consciousness. And so if my ego is acting up and having a temper tantrum, it will interfere with everything that I try to do. And I had a lot of that in September and um, had that happen yesterday. So actually I'm recording this a day after my normal time because <laughs> I went through my little ego temper tantrum and received that up-level energy, that expansion energy. And um, so I just had to stop everything I was doing, let go, go to my heart. And I even had to use a tool. And um, one of the tools I use is not on you know, my list of tools that I was gonna go through today, but I, I'm gonna share it. There's um, occasionally I will use just a little bit of cannabis when it comes to the time where I know my ego is freaking out because I'm getting ready to go through an up level and an expansion and I need to completely relax. If I just do like a microdose of it, enough to relax the mind and ego, but not enough to interfere with my day and things that I need to do, I will occasionally do that to help me through those massive anxiety moments. And so that is what I found myself having to do yesterday so that I could relax and receive that up-level energy that I was calling in and that I needed to receive and feel amazing today for it. And so um, just, just an idea, if you're experiencing some massive anxiety energy during these up-level times, that's an option. Um, meditation is always really good. And the breath work is always really good. Enhanced to heart is always really good too. And so those are all the tools that I will always naturally use. And um, the cannabis is another option. And so um, other tools, other tools on this journey. I've been on the journey of self-ascension now for 11 years. And there's definitely some things that can make the journey a lot easier. Um, the journey of lifting to higher frequencies and to, you know, even in the fifth dimension or beyond that is an enlightening process. So you literally have to 
enlighten your body. And the first tool I would say is diet. I became a vegan 11 years ago. And so that's eliminating all meat and all dairy. Well, not all, I shouldn't say all dairy, um, sheep's milk, um, goat milk still has a high enough frequency that it doesn't cause the congestion like cow's milk does. And reason being, now there's a number of reasons, but reason being as you're lifting into higher states of consciousness or higher frequency, the lower frequency energies need to be cleared out. So if you're hanging on to the anger or the pain or the sadness or the doubt, all of those are lower frequency energies or the abuse or the victim consciousness, right? Those are all energies that are going to need to be released as you lift. And when you consume an animal, and if you think about it, the animals are killed and animals are very attuned, very aware. You know, I've heard people say, well, you know, we eat animals from a loving farm where they're treated well. Well, the only thing is, is these animals know the minute the farmer sets the intention to kill one of these animals, the animals know. They know when they're going to die. I mean, if you know people that my brother was an example in my life, he knew and sent messages to many of my family members before he passed. We all just randomly stopped by the house. We had conversations with him, closing conversations that we didn't know we were having, that that's what they were. But hindsight, he set us up for the whole process. And so the, the soul knows, the animal knows. The animal's now sad. It's got to say goodbye to its family, its children, its friends, whatever. And, you know, maybe even the relationship that it had with the farmer or the people that live it on the farm. Regardless, it's a sentient being with love and consciousness and a soul that's being killed for the sake of us eating it when we don't need that. And so when we are consuming that, the animal feels pain, the animal feels abused, the animal feels anger, it feels all of those energies and those are the energies we're consuming because everything is energy. So hard for you to release your victim consciousness when you're consuming the energy of victim consciousness. Hard for you to release pain when you're consuming the energy of pain, right? Because like tracks alike. So if, if you're consuming all those lower density energies in your body, it's harder for you to release those energies as well. So to lighten up your diet, eating more plants, eat plant-based, you are now lifting your frequency so those coarser energies can more freely and easily move out. And so likewise with the dairy, all, and, and not even to mention, right, not even to mention the, the hormones that are being used, the steroids are being used, all of those things, the non- you know, the chemicals that are being sprayed and the plants that the animals are eating, not even to mention all that, just, just the energy alone, because I mean, there could be the fish in the clear water somewhere, right? 
but there's still, you know, if they're being trapped in a net, there's the struggle of the trap. And so for me, diet has been one of the number one things. And it was the first thing I was led to before I even started the path of self-ascension. My guidance came in and I just gradually stopped on my own before I learned that if I want to be the healer that I wanted to be, I had to heal myself first. And that first step meant diet. And it meant enlightening, lightening my body, doing lots of cleanses, drinking lots of pure water, not water from the tap with the fluoride and the chloride and all that stuff in it, um, or chlorine. Um, but to really have to lighten myself with diet. So that has been absolutely one of the key things that I have stuck to all along. And honestly, it has been great because it was so easy for me back in my pre-ascension days to just cook a potato, cook a side vegetable and cook some meat. And that was the meal and find different ways to make the meat and flavor it, right? That was it. I have become abundantly more creative now. I can make vegetables taste way beyond anything I could back in my old diet. And when you're forced to get creative, um, it opens up new ideas, it opens up new excitement. And the feeling that you get from eating light, and even now it's becoming harder and harder for people to digest. I don't know that I've met anyone in the last six months that has a really good, strong digestive system. It seems like everyone is being challenged right now between moving through the energies that are out there, trying to digest on an outer level everything that's happening in the world, and to, die, you know, to have a vision of where you want to move forward and do it through this time while digesting everything that's going around, right? There's a lot to take in. And many of the grains are more challenging for people when they didn't used to be, right? Um, I have recently, since January, gone grain-free as well, making it easier on my digestive system also. So Diet is a huge, huge tool. And if I had to say any of all the tools that I've used on my ascension path, that has probably been the biggest one. And it has made it so much easier for me. And I, I will tell you, um, I've watched this happen in many people before on the path as they're lifting, 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 and then they get time for another expansion period the body will freak out. The ego will freak out because the ego and the body are tied. And that person will manifest a disease, not even a disease, an illness, something wrong. They'll go to the doctor, you know, and they'll say, you need to eat meat. And they'll literally be reflecting to that person a part of them that is resisting expansion because meat will take you backwards. And the ego will kick in and, and you'll get a reflection of that ego experience saying, well, you need, you need to be eating meat. And so that person will be like, yeah, right, I probably do. And they'll, they'll literally start eating meat again and they'll spiral backwards along with it. 
And so that can be a sign of the ego getting in the way of your growth. If you start hearing people telling you that you need to do some of these denser things, that's a sign, it's a step. And I'm just sharing this so that you can recognize it and you can say, ah, I recognize that, you know, and because oftentimes it's hard to tell whether you're being guided somewhere or if it's the ego resisting and you're getting a reflection like that. Because it can often feel like, well, I'm being guided to really eat this way. So you, so you really need to check in with the ego and find out, you know, is this true or is this my ego resisting the path of growth? And it's a discernment and a process of mastery, learning how to work through that. It's, it's something that I'm constantly working through, constantly double checking my ego is, you know, is, is this message my ego or is this message truly divine guidance? And um, so definitely we're getting the opportunity with the 12 days in a one and now the six days in the one to hone in on our mastery. Okay, so diet. That was my number one, number one tool. The second tool is these wonderful Egyptian healing rods, you may or may not have heard about them. They are the rods that the pharaohs used, not the exact rods they used, but they found the ancient manuscripts and were able to reproduce them in Russia. These rods are charged in the pyramids in Russia. And so, yes, they are, there are pyramids there. Um, spectacular stories around these pyramids of flowers and, and wild, wild um, plants that hadn't grown forever. And as soon as they erected these pyramids, these plant life started growing. Um, you can look up the pyramids in Russia and there's so many stories on these pyramids. Well, these rods are charged in those pyramids. Um, and I'm gonna take them out and show them to you. There is two of them. Um, one is copper and one is like a nickel or silver. Um, they have holograms on the ends of them and they're filled with crystals. And depending on what kind you use, they do different things. There are several different sets of these. They all do different things. These have been a constant tool of mine for 11 years. Matter of fact, I have eight sets of these of my own personal use, and I use them almost every day. There is one set that are called the Kant Rods. That was the very first set made. I am not sure exactly what is contained inside the Kant Rods. Um, traditionally held, right hand copper, the left hand silver, and you stand with them by your side or sit and face the sun. And you get an energetic charge or experience from these based on the set that you're using. Um, the Kant rods are for, you know, people who are just learning energy, who haven't done a lot of energy stuff before, really good for high blood pressure, lots of testimonials around that in blood, um, high blood pressure, 
really good for grounding people who are, are challenged with that. Those are the cunt rods. Um, the next set up are these ones actually that I have right here. And these are quartz rods. These are filled with quartz crystals. And I call these like the acupuncture set. They're really good. They work all the main first, second, third, fourth chakras. And they're like, when you hold them, it's like getting a 20 minute set of, of acupuncture. They open up and stimulate all the meridians so energy can flow. And it's like having your own acupuncture tool. Kids can actually use these when they're young. They can be used with a parent kind of crossing their arms like this and the children holding on to the other end. And um, there's a flow of energy that's balanced between the parents and the child when they're using them together. Um, they can be used in healing. So I'm, I'm an Avesa quantum healer. I have a set of quantum rods that I use that are just like these, but they're quantum. Um, and I can create a chamber of energy where there's no time, no space. And I can have the energy healing happen fast and easy. It's very cool. And then I'll have my client also hold a, hold a set of rods. And sometimes it's these. And so now they're, they are more relaxed because they're open, holding these. Their energy is now opening and flowing and their meridians are opening and flowing. So as they're laying there, they are in a more receptive state so that I can do the healing work with them. So we both together become much more powerful when we use these rods for healing work. And so they're, they're very cool. You really only need to use them 15, 20 minutes a day and you will feel the results of these. Um, not only that, but they make your energy field stronger. Um, and until you get to the point where you've healed all the different holes and things in your energy field, you become open and susceptible to the energies outside of you, to the fear dimension, to all the other things that are floating around. They can kind of find their way in. But when you hold these, you, you create a strong energy field, especially if you do it consistently for like 20 minutes a day, you will have a stronger field and you will be more of just you and not a version of everyone else. And so if you go actually on the Russian site of these, egyptianhealingrods.com, I believe that it's not the US site doesn't have as much because we're not allowed to have as much. But if you go on, I believe it's the Russian site, they have lots of photographs of um, energy fields and auras of people before and after using these and what they do to the energy field. Quite spectacular. Um, I don't have photographs of that, but I can feel so I know. Matter of fact, I can feel people holding these. I often bring these with me to, you know, different conventions or workshops, um, events that I go to, I'll set up a booth and let people hold these. And wow, I can, in the, minute, the minute they pick these up and start holding them, I can feel what it's doing to their energy field. So that's cool. So now I'm gonna move up a little bit further. They have another set called the crystal rods. 
They look the same as these, but there's, um, they're higher, they're moving up in the chakras. And so those are if you're wanting to meditate. They literally will lift the energy up higher so that you can connect more easily with those higher frequencies of meditation. There is also a set called star consciousness. And for those of you who are aware of star consciousness, our third eye is right here. The star consciousness is maybe an inch above it. And that is something if you practice on opening it, um, wow, that's where the magic begins. That's where you can really stay centered. You can really be in the center of a chaotic experience and hold presence in it without falling down into it. And um, these rods will help lift the energy up and open star consciousness. And these are the rods I prefer to use with clients when I'm doing healing work because I like to lift their energy up into their star consciousness when I start doing healing work with them. So the star consciousness rods, um, there is another set called the Trinity rods, which is great for helping to release the mind. I went through a PTSD experience years ago and ended up literally having the past issues coming up, pinging my brain, pinging my brain, pinging my brain, to the point where I had a scab on my forehead for about six months that turned into a scar. And I like broke my brain. I had like 20% brain capacity for quite some time while I was healing through it. These rods were key in helping me heal my brain. Um, the Trinity rods. And there's a set of... Um, masculine trinity rods and feminine trinity rods they both do a little bit of a different thing um, i don't remember what set i had but they were really good really good for helping the mind um, another set of the rods these rods i love is the amber rods they are filled with amber and they move massive energy very quickly they're um, kind of called the wands of magic because if you hold them while you meditate and focus energy out your third eye, you can manifest very quickly. They move energy very quickly. So if you have any congestions in your body after holding them for maybe 15, 20 minutes, maybe two hours later, three hours later, depending on the toxicity level of your body and how quickly energy can flow through your body, you will have a massive release of that energy. I've experienced this several times. And they're very good at awakening kundalini energy. Or if you have your kundalini energy already awoken and you're working on raising it up, these rods are great for that. They literally pull in energy through the bottom of the feet that come up and force, force the energy, the congestions out of you, but will also help you know, rise the kundalini energy up within you. So those are very cool. I use those almost every single day. Um, I'm trying to think. There, there are some other sets of them as well, and, but I'm not remember. There's some free flow and a few others, but if you go to 
egyptianhealingrods.com. You can read more about them. I'm going to have a link on the bottom of this video so you can go to my website where I have all of these tools that I'm talking about today. And if you get in contact with me, I can help you find the set of rods that would be best for you. And I also offer a little bit of a discount as well. So if you go through me, I can give you that discount. I can also give you guidance on which rods you may, may be best for you, depending on what you're looking for. And um, I can help get them to you. These things are awesome. They're priceless. Um, and they are what the pharaohs used to, to have their strength. I mean, literally, you can get strong from holding them with mind and some focus while you're holding them. And it's also what they use for a divine connection, too, and helped with their vitality. And they do all of those things. So definitely a priceless tool. Okay, another, another one of my tools that I use for expansion or ascension is this jewelry I'm wearing right now. And if you can see, these are rude Roshka beads. And they grow on the trees um, in Nepal, other places as well. And they are a berry, like a blueberry. Um, when they dry, they look like this. And they're Rudrashka seeds, and they carry a different frequency depending on the face of them. So there's little faces in these, and you probably can't see here. Here's, here's another one as well. That's a Shiva eye with two Rudrashka beads on it, or seeds. And they have, if you look at them really closely, they have little lines in them. Well, those are called mukis, or faces. And they go all the way up from 1 to 21 mukis or faces. And depending on how many mukis you have, I'm not, don't know why I'm not saying that right, uh, how, how many faces you have on the seed, they will do a different healing thing, which is very cool. So like this one is specifically for the truth or the throat chakra. So like right now when I'm doing a live stream or podcast and I'm speaking my truth with you all, this right at my throat will assist that, will assist me being more easily able to speak my truth and to help keep my throat clear. And so there's, based on the number of Mookies, they can help the solar plexus, they can help any area of your body, depending on where you wear them. Um, even number mookies are worn on one side of the body. Odd number mookies are worn on the other side of the body. And they constantly are surrounding you with this energy of assistance, upliftment, healing. They are wonderful. And learning, learning how, I, I mean, I literally prescribe them like you would a medication. So I can go through and figure out your master soul code. So I'm also an ascended numerologist and a, and a um, certified in soul charting. And so based on your birth name, your birthplace and your birth location, those all have can be reduced down to a number. And then when you add those three numbers together, you get a master soul code. 
Well, your master soul code is the energy that you came into this life to master. So it is going to be your greatest challenge until you've mastered it, and then it'll be your greatest gift. Well, these numbers correlate to places in our body. So for example, if your master soul code is a number three, it is going to be directly connected to your solar plexus, which is your area of digestion. So if you've been a person, you know, even when things were going great in your life when you were young, but you tended to have a tummy ache often, it may be that your master soul code was a three. And it was just hit, you've, you've always like had a stomach thing. So then I can find you Rudrashka jewelry that will help support your solar plexus. And sometimes it has to be longer, longer jewelry that you'll wear down that might hang at the solar plexus. Or maybe it's something worn on the, the wrist that will hang down by the root chakra. But there's jewelry for all of this that will help to uplift you. And another one I have on right now is the creation portal. And I'm sure you're familiar with that sign with a lemon quartz in the center. This just has a very strong creation energy. So I like wearing this one. But this jewelry offers a very fine ascension energy. And we are being bombarded with so many denser, more challenging energies these days. So not only do we have, you know, the whatever the chemicals are being, chemtrails are being dropped out of the sky, the stuff that's being, you know, dumped on our food, even if we're eating organically, a lot there's a lot of overspray and who knows about the chemtrails that are landing on our organic food. I've been reading lots, lots of studies lately where a lot of the food that I thought was organic is showing up with Roundup on it in higher doses than they're supposed to be. Um, we've got the fear dimension. We've got the EMFs everywhere. And so we're, we're trying to move into these finer refined frequencies and lift and heal. But we've got all these other energies bombarding our physical bodies that are conspiring to do the opposite. So it is so helpful if we can be wearing some of these things constantly to protect our energy, to keep us uplifted, to keep us in that space so we're less affected by all the energies and things that are happening around us. And so these are definitely one of the keys to that. Um, lots of different styles. They're mixed with Shiva eyes, some of them that have a great healing capacity. Here is the Shiva eye as well. Some of them are mixed with crystals. There's all kinds of different styles and sizes. And again, you can go to my tools page. I'll have the link below and I can help you. I will find your master soul code for you and can help you know, prescribe some jewelry. What a great prescription, right? To wear jewelry. And they're, they're a beautiful way to help keep your energy field light and uplifted. So I'm trying to think if there, I feel like there's something more I need to say about the Rudrashka jewelry. Yes, there is more I need to say about it. And also the healing rods. So just an FYI, there are other people out there selling the Egyptian healing rods, but they aren't the real things. 
you will know because they are quite a bit cheaper. These are anywhere between $250 and $500, depending on the kind of set you want. There's sets out there that are super cheap. I've seen them on Amazon. I've seen them on eBay. They're not the real thing. They aren't charged in the pyramids in Russia. Yeah, you'll probably feel energy from them because everything is energy. You can feel energy from a rock outside. You can feel energy from a blade of grass. So yes, you will definitely feel energy, but they won't offer you the healing that the original ones from Russia offer you. So that's an FYI. And on that same note, same thing for the Rudrashka beads. I've seen these beads many, many, many places. A lot of times they are soaked in chemicals. Sometimes they're dyed and they do not have the healing capacity as these ones do that are coming straight from India. They're pure, they have a high frequency, and they're healing. And so just be careful if you, you know, get excited and you're listening to this and you're like, I'm gonna go get some Rudrashka beads. Be careful because they're not all the same. There's many, many versions out there that are not going to offer you the true healing that can be had by some of the pure, pure Rudrashka beads like these. Okay, so my healing tool number three, and I've talked about this one so much, but it's the forgiveness practice. And I don't know about you all, but you cannot forgive enough on this path. And ultimately, it's the forgiveness of self. And most of us that are listening are healers. We're, you know, people who want to help others. We've probably done a lot of rescuing in our lives. And we can be judgmental towards ourselves. And we're, we're all geared towards lifting in the upliftment. So we want to do it. We want to get there. We want to help others get there, right? And along with that comes judgment. Did I do it correctly? Am I on the right path? Am I going the right direction? And then judging yourself for maybe not making the right decision or doing the right thing. So there's constantly forgiveness. And the key to moving into the fifth dimension is compassion. And to have that compassion for yourself comes a lot of forgiveness. The year that I moved literally from the third to the fifth dimension and that had embraced compassion towards myself and did nothing but that for an entire year, I bet I did the forgiveness practice 50 times that year, probably 50 times. The more present you can be while you're doing it, the less you have to do it. The higher in consciousness you are while you're doing it, the less you have to do it. But it is such a great practice. It, it's been one of my keys for sure. And I have that practice also on my website under Healing Tools. It's a seven-day practice. You've got to do it for seven days in a row. You do it right in the morning when you wake up. You do it right at night before you go to bed. And you're writing, um, you know, unconditionally forgiven release and a name 35 times. And then the other time of day, it's you're, un you're forgiving and releasing yourself. So half, half, one half the day, it's forgiving other people. The other half of the day, it's forgiving you. And if you consciously do this, 
for seven days, you will have a massive clearing and healing. And it's a beautiful pack, pack, um, packet. It describes the, the, you know, what it does when we hold on to unforgiveness. You know, if you're holding unforgiveness towards anyone, part of your energy is tied with them. And part of their energy is tied with you. And so to completely be free, you need to offer the forgiveness to release the bond. And I've literally had experiences more than once where I've forgiven someone and the bond got released. And within minutes after the forgiveness practice, they'll send me a text or they'll send me an email or they'll call me on the phone and, you know, want to make amends or just say hi and they don't know why. Because there's a part of them that felt that release, the release of the energy, me forgiving them and letting them go. And they're like, ah, I, I noticed that. I felt that. And so I would get a lot, oftentimes tangible responses from that. And so um, if you haven't done it, or even if you've done it and you want to do it again, um, that is one great tool you can find. Okay. So one of my most recent and exciting tools are these. I don't know if you can see it. It's kind of bright. They're called the X39 Stem Cell Activation Patches. And these things are so cool. They're little patches. You put them on your skin and they activate your stem cells. And they really work. And how I know this is I was right in the middle of a program called Women Wellness Awakenings. So my intention was on women, my wellness, and my awakening. And um, I was also offering someone an evasive balance. They were showing up for healing. So my intention was also to help others heal. And so while I had, was in this energy of wellness, awakening, taking care of myself, healing others, someone walked in with these and said, you know, Jerry, we try these. I want to know what you think. And I said, okay. And I don't know if you're all having any Ascension symptoms, but many, many people are. And one of my Ascension symptoms has been the left kidney acting up and not functioning properly for me. And this is something that has been going on for almost a full year now to the point where I was holding lots of water, couldn't release it, and I wasn't regulating the water in my body. I wasn't regulating the release of toxins in my body. So I've been kind of manually juggling this on my own for the past year through herbs, through cleanses, through diet, through um, um, CBD oil, a number of different ways. And till these came along, along came these. I put one of these right on my left kidney because that was the one I was having problems with. Within minutes, I started going to the bathroom regularly. I dropped a lot of water, a lot of weight in water. I could feel them ignite my kidney. Not only my kidney, but I can feel um, when you're anchored in your ascended heart, the chakras of your feet automatically will open up and energy naturally constantly flows through you. And immediately, I can, my feet ignited and the energy started flowing again. I could take them off and it would stop. I could put it on again and it would start again. And so these are incredible if you're having ascension symptoms. 
You can put them on your third eye. They will help open your third eye. You can put them on your head and you can feel them bringing in more divine wisdom. But not only that, but they literally bring you back in age. They activate your stem cells to a younger state. So people are growing hair like crazy. They're releasing wrinkles like crazy and looking younger. They're helping people repair bad backs, wound healing. I mean, I could go on and on and on about all the different results. So there are a couple um, holistic doctors in Boise, where I live, who are using these and use them as part of their prescriptions with clients. I mean, even brain, um, elderly people who are losing some of their brain capacity, some of their memory, some of the brain functioning, using these and they're coming back in for a second round of brain mapping and the results are incredible. So I can't say enough about these. These are like one of the best ascension tools that I've had so far. And I'm so excited because now I can eat and not have to use um, master cleanses as the main form of getting my kidneys to work. Because if I'm like a lot of you, you probably use natural holistic approaches to things um, as opposed to going to a medical doctor. So I did do that too, just to see where I was at. And then I um, used my knowing and guidance to find alternative things to help balance the kidneys. So these are an awesome tool. And if you link, go to the link below again and go to my website and you just send me a message, I would be happy to put a few of these in the mail for you so you can try them for yourself. And I think you will notice them right away. They're awesome. So I would... Um, totally recommend these. So I hope that that gave all of you some ideas if you haven't been doing those things yet um, to make your journey of expansion or even healthy living, um, upliftment, all of that. Those are all tools that I use daily. Sometimes I use all of them, all, all of them in the same day, often I do. And these are things that have helped me greatly on my path. And I hope they'll help you as well. So thank you for listening, everyone. I hope you have a great week. And I will see you all next week. And if you have any questions, find me on my website and message me. I would be happy to help you or answer any of your questions. And until next week, have a great week, everyone. Namaste. Thank you for listening in to Light Laughter and Lattes. It has been my honor and pleasure. Please visit jerryhab.wix.com and check out my services and my packages. I work with people in person and from a distance, and I also give free 15-minute consultations. And so until next week, may your week be filled with light, laughter, and a whole lot of love.